Hi, everyone. This is Catch It Up with the Nerds with your hosts, Tom and JC, and our special regular guest, David. <laughs> this is a podcast about two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we missed, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids, and deep diving into nerd pop culture to make it more accessible for you. Welcome back, listeners. Hey, listeners. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Uh, great. Uh, and we're back. We took a week off. And by we, I mean JC did. And we're now back. What did you go, JC? How was the holiday? Vacation, sorry. Good, man. Went down to a place in Central Oregon called Bend that's got just a bunch of lakes. So it was, uh, in case everybody missed it, we had a heat wave. So it was yeah. uh, 110 degrees Fahrenheit, about like 42, 44 Celsius. Oh, uh, it was hot. So we jumped into every lake we could, which normally is too cold for us to jump into. And it felt amazing. <laughs> so we spent a lot of time on paddle boards and lakes. So it was a great holiday. It was very nice. Thank you. Ah, oh, God. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen the photos on Instagram. Slightly jealous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Dave, how are you? Welcome back. Doing well. Doing well. Doing well. Busy. Busy. Very busy, but happy. Hmm. Our body hurts because we played basketball yesterday. And oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously dominated. But if you want to hear about that, we can. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to us talk about it on Grit and Grind podcast, which is Dave's project thing podcast. If you want to call it that. Like, uh, <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> enough promotion. On other podcasts, let's talk Loki, episode three yeah. and four. Um, if you've not listened to us go on about episode one and two, please do so. The episode is available to download on every single platform you can think of. And uh, also on YouTube, if you want to watch us talk about that. So we'll go with uh, the usual format episode, and we'll talk about what we loved, what we hated, and where we think this is all going. Um, we'll start with episode three, which, eh, and episode four, which was, hey, um, <laughs> like I, <laughs> my way of explaining things. Hey, yeah. I'm trying to like, include everyone, right? Um, right, that's, uh, we, we, we all assume that everyone's watched both episodes or all of the episodes that were before that. So we'll just go, and this is not a spoiler free zone right here. This is heavy spoilers. So please, Post this, go and watch, and come back to us. We'll welcome you back with open arms. Anyway, let's go. Episode three. Who would like to start with well, that? <laughs> I will take. I'll do my three line take. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's true. The episode. Go yes. for it. Yeah. So I, I am unprepared, but not that unprepared for this yeah. episode. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so here we go. Drum roll, please. Go. So Loki goes on an adventure with Loki. Loki falls in love with Loki. Nice. <laughs> and Loki gets a red wedding. Done. Wow. Is that for episode three and four? <laughs> that is the episode three and four. The whole thing. Yeah, so I do oh, three yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. That's all that happened. That works. That works. <laughs> I agree with those. Cool. All right. So mm. what do you guys think? David, what's your thought? What, Go with did, the things did, you did loved. You enjoy this. Did you not like it? Did you find it foul and disgusting? uh episode by episode we'll just mash them together and everything i liked across them both everything you liked across yeah let's go like that yeah yeah all right um i think uh okay um (laughs) i episode three made me realize how great um mobius is how great ravona is um and that the main draw of this show is good dialogue and interesting concepts and theories um and when that the dialogue isn't good the show isn't good but stick it staying staying to the positives (laughs) yeah Um, yeah i think um its strength is it's the tva it's the theories around time and what's going on with the the characters in that sense um i think that has been the 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 best part of of both episodes um i've also uh, i have to mention this just because of how much i i have disliked other marvel shows um the combat is actually 
decent in that they don't look like they haven't fought before, like the Iron Fist. Hated the combat oh. and the Iron Fist. Any chance I get to pan the combat and the Iron Fist, <laughs> I will pan the combat and the Iron Fist because he is meant to be um, the greatest martial artist in the Marvel Universe. And as far as combat has gone, he has been the worst fighter of any kind in any kind of Marvel <laughs> show I have ever seen. Um, so yeah, positives. <laughs> positives, yes. <laughs> Uh, I like I like where they appear to be going, um, story wise. Um, I like that they kind of showed us everything we needed to know, and then still managed to surprise us. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that we yeah everything we needed to know was right in front of our faces, um, but they were still able to make things um, interesting and surprising down throughout the two episodes. Um, I, I, I want to join in with the, the things I liked from those two episodes I think was the uh, the twist with the timekeepers um, mm. them being robots or oh, were they robots? Yeah, robots. Fake, Fake basically yeah. uh, that Wizard of Oz moment when it's like oh look <laughs> big monster doesn't really exist mm. for now we don't know you know Mephisto's got a, a bunch of twists <laughs> He's back uh, there, back <laughs> behind the curtain. Yeah, so uh, that's something I really enjoyed. That episode four to me was the strongest one uh, out of the what we've seen so far for Loki. Um, I keep my thoughts for things I didn't like to talk about episode three. <laughs> um, and funny enough, the things I enjoyed the most from episode four was the dialogue, mm. which. We'll talk about that in episode three, the mm. things I didn't like. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's, it, it seems to be going the way I was thinking, I was hoping it would go or hoping it would be going. So it's, it's quite interesting that it's not disappointing in that, in that aspect. Um, it's always tricky to deal with time traveling and, and mm. having to go back and forth and trying, having to explain timelines and stuff like that. So I'm very happy with what they've done so far. Um, in terms of other things I liked, uh, I liked Lady Loki. I liked her as an actress. Um, I don't know, there's not one character in there that I'm thinking, oh, the acting's horrible. Uh, or there's something that's taking me out in terms of acting or in terms of um, anyone feeling out of place. I, I, I think the acting is really strong in Loki. Uh, where in the, there's a couple of things like that that was, I was sometimes I was thinking was a bit, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, there's a couple actors in there. I was like, ah, I don't like you guys. Mm. But this one, I think the casting was really well done and they, they, they went with really great actors. Um, I think that's about it for, for the things I loved. Um, just say, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's really weird because episode four is like, I, I felt like it, it, it went, like the, the entire episode was five minutes long because mm. I enjoyed it so much. And it was mm. like the whole thing. And I, and I started trying to watch review videos on YouTube and it's like, there's a lot that happened in there, but it everything felt like it was getting into place and it's taking us to an awesome direction for episode five and six. You know, I like the uh, post and credit scene also, which uh, yeah. looked like a um, album cover for a very gangster rap album. Um, <laughs> you know, with the three Lokis showing up, um, including one Loki wearing the Yolnir, uh, you know, the, oh, the classic, yeah. The, cl- the, yeah, the classic comic. Yeah. Um, outfit but then uh the dude on the left has that swing the you know carrying the hammer i thought that was mm. like ah oh, that's sick i want to see that so that's me jc what did you love uh so actually a lot of stuff you guys mentioned uh, of course the dialogue I'm, i i love good dialogue writing so that that has been clearly a highlight but one of the things that I've, I've really enjoyed is the fact that this show at least so far this is the point where the other shows went off in tangents that didn't quite marry up later. And I feel like the show, I like that it's it's continuing to follow the same plot line and not diverging into different plot lines. And that's been really like tight writing, which I really enjoy. It's like, it, it, it's, it, it's never taking me out of the show, despite mm. episode three, it's still like kept through the same plot. I'm like, all right, great. Let, let's carry on with this. Um, I, I'm still trying to figure out if I like the fact that this feels like one long movie Mm. or if i don't i'm not 100 sure about that but but more than the than the others just really does feel like one long movie um 
and uh and yeah it's cool like it, i think that's why it feels like so enjoyable to watch and just like to clock in and go like oh yeah like something something happened this week um so besides that um i will say that like i, I do have thoughts on fighting as well and uh some are positive and some are negative mm. uh, i will say that lady loki kicks ass mm. and i'll leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah agreed so, um, is, that, is that all you got, JC? Oh, you like? I, I, you like? I, I have more, but I'm saving it for like the themes and things I want to like. Oh, you want to excuse me? I, I, I'm oh, loading okay. up for that. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, son. I'll get there. <laughs> Fine. Then. No, I think we, we, it feels too early to go into the, the dislike portion of the. Ah, the man. Portion. All right. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll add some more just, just to keep go Tom on. happy. Yes. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I really do think that the the highlight acting wise, like you highlighted the the level of acting, I think the best actors on the show are um Gugu, um Yeah, was it Mbathu Raw? And um mm. I can never remember this guy's name. <laughs> um Which one? And Mobius, the guy that plays Mobius. Mobius. Um oh, oh, Owen Wilson. Owen That's Wilson. It. Yeah. I, I think they are the two best actors on the show and the more scenes they're in, the better the show is. Um, and then I really liked um, the sort of the realization that the, um, oh, what do yes. you call them? All of the people they're in the TVA are variants. Yeah. yeah. And all of the variants were once human, right? Or from whatever part of the timeline that they were taken from. Um, I think that was a really important reveal. I think that was a really nice way of grounding the show um and then that show that show that scene where um is it b15 she's called uh, which further um forces home the fact that they're named after numbers and um rather than having names um the fact that she pulled um lady loki aside or sylvie as she likes to be called mm. and asked her to um take control of her again like it's really first of all sylvie mentions um i can't see your name tag from here but it's just a number anyway um because that's very dehumanizing that's something yes. that is done in prisons inmates are called inmate they're not called by their name and they're assigned a number rather than having a name um and then yeah and then for her to be pulled aside they go back to where they where um, she was originally um, con mind controlled mm -hmm. and she gets her to see another scene from her life and um, it was in that moment that you sort of realized that yeah like this whole TVA thing is really really fucked up like when she mentions it in episode three when Sylvie mentions it in episode three you're like oh, okay they're all humans you know like that's not great yeah. but it doesn't really hit home until yeah. I think later on um and that was a really a really cool scene. Yeah, actually, I'm really glad you touched on prisons because, funny mm. enough, that was one of the things I was ready to talk about. Um, I feel like this show is very much about rehabilitation. Um, mm. that, that's like one of the big themes for me. And if mm. you look at it, it exactly that, like uh, Hunter B15, right? It's like mm. she she actively looks to to see like show me what's out there. Right. Mm. And, and to your point, it's like the dehumanizing factor of it all, all that stuff, all those themes are there. They're very prison related. But if you look at it through the lens of Loki, he's the prisoner because he's also very, so in theory, mm. he could have just been to sign a number and told like, go work mm. for the TVA and you're done. Mm. And it's like this whole fascist system. Right. Mm. Um, but he was given an opportunity to have purpose. He still, he had his name, he was given a mission, he was given mm -hmm. purpose. Mm -hmm. And through a certain degree, like that almost rehabilitated Loki. Mm -hmm. And 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 it's just such a great analogy of like how broken her prison system is, right? Because mm -hmm. we basically stick people in a cell and never give them an opportunity to have purpose or have any sort of autonomy to rehabilitate themselves. Mm -hmm. And and I think it just shows it so well. And then once, once one person wakes up, like mm -hmm. the other people want to wake up too. They're like, wait, no, there. I've always known there's something more. Like, yeah. why am I not looking mm. for that? Right, even though I know it. And then when he turns around and tells uh, Owen Wilson, he's like, "You're the biggest liar of all. The lies you tell yourself." To mm. me, that just landed so hard at that mm. moment because I'm like, "Yep, that's exactly it. That that's where the show's mm. heading." So yeah, dude, that that's that's a really good take because I, I think that rehabilitation is so huge for this. 
Yeah, and I think didn't that mirror something that he said in one in episode one about Loki himself after he shows him his path and he he says like what I can't remember what it what the actual conversation was about, um, but after he shows him his future and he's trying to not get he's trying to get to the bottom of who Loki really is right, yeah. um, and he basically says that he lies to himself like yeah that that's what he does more than anything yeah. he lies to himself he's not he's not tricking people he's tricking himself into thinking yeah. that he's something that he's not exactly exactly mm. uh, and that and that's the part where that gets flipped around that's for the yeah. writing you can tell it was really well thought out because mm. really like everyone else has been lying to themselves yeah. except has Ravona been lying to herself or not that's an interesting question um because mm. Ravona was walking into like the the chamber where mm. where the, the three lizards are mm. and clearly seeming nervous so she didn't know they were androids but was still playing along with the whole like knowing that everybody's a variant thing i'm like mm. like there i don't know if she's actually like i think she's the one that actually knows the truth mm. and everyone else has been lied to pretty much yeah yeah it seems like she's the highest at the highest post within the tva like without being an actual timekeeper. And I think it almost doesn't matter whether she knows whether they're androids or not, because ultimately if they're, if she believes they're androids, they're being controlled by someone, right? And that person seems to have power. Dang. Yeah. And, and, and big shout out to um, uh, the actress who plays Hunter B-15, uh, Wunmi Musaku. Um, if you guys still haven't caught Lovecraft Country, she She's there, right? yeah. tears it. Uh, she has nice. one of the most harrowing scenes in that entire show mm. and just pulls it off so well. So, and, and she's given such, so little in the show. Yes. Yet it's such a big presence. Mm. Like, I think we're going to see her a lot more in a lot of shows coming up. She's very good. good. Yeah. It's really good performance here as uh, well. Yeah. Just, just going back to the Ravona thing um, mm. that in the, I, I had to look that up the other day, but in, in the um, Marvel comics, she's actually, in love with Kang. So mm. there's another theory there. She's romantically involved with her. So mm. uh, still Kang, <laughs> I'm going down the same route again. Where it will be Kang. A big bad guy in there. Yeah, but it'll Kang, be Kang. Kang. Kang's been casted already for for yeah. Um, yeah. for the movie. Well, for Doctor Strange too. So you know, it's it's yeah. it's up there. Will yeah. we get to see him now in the series episode six at the end, turning around, facing the camera, going ha ha ha. It'll, yeah, um, if it's going to be something, I think it's more likely to be something Easter eggy rather than actually like him fighting against the um, Loki's or something like that. I don't, I don't think I've, it's going to be that big. I think we've learned from the last I've two. I've given that, that no. <laughs> there's not going to be any what? huge fights. We're lowering expectations and taking the show at face value. <laughs> shut, shut up, guys. Shut up. What happened? That, that's just not on brand. <laughs> We 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 got our heart broken so <laughs> it's yeah. just I can't take it anymore. It's just just a wave, just Kang showing up on stream going, hey, <laughs> it's it'll be me, me soon. <laughs> you know, it's me, it's a me, Kang. You know, just that it's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that. You just don't have to fight, you don't have to show your powers. We'll see you in the next movie. That's all good. I'll take that. I'll take that, you know. So but anyway, up. Mephisto is showing up in episode five. We all agree on that, right? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> Mephisto Loki. <laughs> it makes sense um you know what episode i'm sure mephisto wasn't in episode three i'm gonna set up that alley-oop for you tom so you can just dunk that bad boy come all on, right good do it. get it off your chest let's, come on let, let's come on. move on let's move on to the things we didn't love um uh, because it'll be a short segment it's fine it's, it's, <laughs> it's fine we're 20 minutes in that works it's fine we're keeping up with the you know timekeeping hey lads um anyway so god um i don't know if you how should i frame it episode three felt like it lasted for about five minutes but not for the right reasons it felt like it was like i was like oh wait it was just them getting on a train, trying to escape this planet. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah, they were, fall- they, they were trying to fall in love or something. But I was like, <laughs> is this not falling, yeah. not, not, fall- not falling in love? It's like they, tr- they, they re- realized that they were like each other. They were very similar to each other. But what put me out was really the, the entire um, 
train scene when they were sitting down, they escaped, they managed to get in on the train. And then they had that, that one-on-one uh, interview slash uh, mm. chat. And it was, mm. it was just the weirdest scene. Like, I didn't like the, the, I didn't like the discussion. I didn't like the script. I didn't like anything about this. It's, it's, mm-hmm. It took me out of the entire episode. I was like, okay, they're trying to say something to each other. They're trying to understand what their emotions are. But I didn't feel like it was that to, to me. It, it, nothing was hitting. It was like I was like, oh, this is cringe, slightly cringe. Like the whole thing with the love is a dagger thing. I was like, I was uh, legit, legit about to say, just shut the, f- just move on. Let's move on. Let's, <laughs> this is not happening. I know you're setting up episode four, five, six. That's fine. You know, you you have to have that episode in the series where it goes. It's a bit may because we're setting something up. Fine, I get it. But it's like the whole thing. I was, I was like, no. So cringe, so cringe that it. That I don't know if the, it's the the way they write. They, they wrote the entire discussions with the, those two guys, and then it was it was um, towards the end. They, there's that bit where Loki is up there standing by the bar singing, and also maybe it's the start of it. I can't remember mm. what it was, but I was like, mm. this. I was. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Loki singing. I don't want to mm. see him. I know he's like a a, a guardian and they like to party and shit, but. I don't want to see that. That's like, yeah. no, no, no. I don't want this in my bedroom. <laughs> I don't want that. You know, what's on my TV? I don't want to see this. I don't want that. I, I felt like it was slightly. To me, it was out of place. It was, it was the, the whole scene stood out to me, but in the wrong way. It, it sort of ruined the episode for me. So I really like that them visiting the planet and trying to escape and trying to bond that way. That was cool. You know, mm. it's like trying to understand each other and trying to see what. What they also measuring each other up, right? They're trying to see mm. is she going to betray me or is mm. he trying to betray me? Like because obviously they're both supposed to be um, god of mischiefs or goddess of mischiefs. They they the same person at the end of it. Oh, that's how I I inter- interpret it. Mm. I don't know. That scene was just like it, it ruined the entire <laughs> episode for me. So I don't know if it was just me, but the three of us on our sofa watching it went, huh? What is this? So I don't know. I, I, I'm actually curious to, to hear what you guys think like what do you think about that that, that scene in particular that train ride when it's just like chatted for what seemed about 25 before minutes we ch- yeah before we chime in was it michael bay bad that that's all <laughs> i want to know Tom. that is no, no, all no. i want to know <laughs> no 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 it's a different kind of bad it was uh, okay. <laughs> it was a michael bay bad there was no 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 so, okay. if you don't know what what jc is about go back to our tenant episodes yeah. part one <laughs> Yes, it's all in there. Go on. <laughs> am, I, am I being stupid? Did I? Did I? Did I? Do I need to rewatch it again? Maybe to have another take. I don't know. I was literally. I was. I, I ended up episode three um, with the whole planet exploding and everything when it cut to black, and I went literally for the first time in my life. I went, Fuck. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> what is this? No, no. I was. I was actually annoyed. Like I never get annoyed at anything. You didn't watch the Electra movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah now let's just put it this way. From the start from, since the start of, of them MCU. getting into a series, right? Yeah. I think that's um yeah, I thought it was bad before that. <laughs> I thought it was bad before the train scene. Um once they landed on the planet and I I just felt like they didn't pull off the whole uh it's not they're not cops but like the whole buddy cop relationship the Mm -hmm. banter between them for for lack of a better term um just didn't work i just didn't think the them trying to bounce off each other and one up each other and outsmart each other and outfight each other i don't think any of it worked um and for the first time watching one of these tv shows i questioned the acting a lot it had it actually had me questioning whether Loki um, Tom Hiddleston was a good actor yeah. as well, uh, because he'd been great when he was opposite Owen Wilson and being great um, interacting with other Avengers and things like that. But in this moment, I was just like, "What is going on here? Like, this is really bad, like really bad." And I couldn't tell you said that the that's writing what, that's, or the acting. That's what my wife said. It's like the acting is really bad. Is this one? Mm. Is it? And I was like. The uh, thing is, I need to rewatch it again because, mm. uh, uh, but yeah, she, that was her observation that, as well. That was my impression. And because this was the first time we'd seen Sylvie for an extended period of, of time, I was questioning whether she was a good actor or not, or actress or not. Um, 
yeah it, it was it was it, the whole thing was just bad 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 um <laughs> i i have a few notes um i think i think to me the the the, the train scene was the icing on the cake i think this is when they lost me and i went that the dialogue is killing it for me like it's I, more than the acting or anything it's just that dialogue. i was already lost i was already oh. lost i thought they had already um failed <laughs> as a as a as a writing team as a show um the it, it was interesting because the writing was so bad but this was also the episode that had the most action by far yes um so they started with action and then it was like every other scene was an action scene and which was fine but um that's like not really what the show had been about up to that point and it wasn't what the show should be about in my opinion um and it really really reminded me <laughs> yeah go on mac effect yeah yeah of an uncharted game huh uncharted game in what ways <laughs> wait it was like you know silly story banter oh there's some villains action scene fight 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 um then go back story scene talk 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 oh there's some villains action 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 and that's not to take away like it seemed formulaic that's not okay. to take away yeah. from uncharted as i mean it's a good game a good series um but it just seemed like playing it seemed like going back and playing uncharted one <laughs> uh, where, cool. yes, which where you... it was just formulaic it's like okay here's what we're gonna do you need to get from here this is our beginning point this is our end point Here's a joke. And we're going to put <laughs> action here in the A slot. We're going to put story here in the B slot. We're going to put action here in the C slot. Story here in the D slot. Action, story, action, story, action, story at the end. Okay. And, and then they wrote the episode. <laughs> I, I feel like JC is not happy with, with our description of episode three, I think. Uh, no, I, I fully agree with everything right. you guys said. However, mm-hmm. I will I will step in and defend this episode in on. one in one particular angle. But before I defend it, let, let me I will actually I'll add to the duck right uh, because um, I agree with everything you guys said. The train scene was a bit off. The singing scene I didn't mind as much as I think most people did. Um, I thought there was something kind of interesting about that scene. At least I'm like. It was less about was it a good musical scene and more like Marvel did a musical scene. I'm like, that's kind of new. That's kind of cool. I like that. Um, I like that they've added songs to this to the show, uh, like actual like needle drops, whether good or not. They're actually yeah. trying because usually they don't even try. They just give you like the stupid theme sometimes. Um, but funny enough, one of my biggest annoyances was like the world. It's like, I like that there was color. It was a big mm. purple world, very mm. purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it always felt like they were walking in front of a screen. Like it was hey. very visible. And I'm like, oh, come on. Mm. And, and, and I'm like, you're Disney. Just splash some more cash on the special effects. Come on now. Like, shout, it, out, it shout, just... shout out to my wife who literally sat there in front of you and she went, that's the green screen. You can see the green screen. It's badly done. Uh, fine. You can see where like the actual dirt was like mounded up up against the screen. It was just like not good like set design at all. So I was like, the, but in all fairness, apparently one of the things about this episode is this was being shot at like peak COVID. That that was that's why you get a lot of scenes of just the two of them uh, because they couldn't actually involve that many people in this episode, um, and and hence it was all green screened, right? Because I'm like, yeah. you really couldn't go to another apocalypse. Like you picked the literally the most boring apocalypse in like a thousand worlds. Um, so so that's the part that I really had trouble with. I'm like, I don't I don't like this world, but I like that there was action, that there was like stuff happening. But it also goes to show that like Marvel hires directors sometimes they're like one trick ponies right uh and yeah. that you they either hire good action directors that suck at dialogue or good dialogue directors that suck at action and i feel like this director sucks at action like because it, it it goes back to one of my other annoyances in episode four as much as i liked it when they do like the chamber scene with like the three lizards the head falls off and they like start mm-hmm. fighting like everyone else and it's like little shout back to like uh star wars last jedi moment only 
50 times less cooler like <laughs> frame the scene yeah. appropriately like tom like lady loki actually is a pretty good fighter like tom hiddleston sucks at fighting like you need yes. to talk dude you need to talk and look cool that's all you need to do buddy because you suck at fighting um but even that is like the director could have shot that in a way to make him look cool yeah. and just did it right so i think that to certain degrees the director kind of sucked and so this episode just dropped the ball that way now uh Wait, 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 wait. There's course, just yes. one thing because it's, it's a little thing that actually made me laugh yeah. because it's like, this is so bad. I don't know if it's bad, but it, it actually, I, I laughed out loud because I was like, the weirdest thing that I saw in episode three was an entire planet is about to destroy, <laughs> for mm. lack of a better word. Another one, like literally you can see it like coming your way. Like, you know, it's yeah. the end. Yeah. Why are the security guards still trying to catch Loki and, and Lady Loki? Like, why are they still doing their jobs? Why is it not anarchy? Like, do you not see that? That's in. It's like they're trying to escape from, try, they're trying to board the Ark or whatever it's called. And then they're trying to, they, they go back the other way because the Ark's exploding and everything is gone. You know, they, there's no mm. way out. And then they still have to fight their way out. It's like, surely the security guards have seen that massive, big ass planet that's coming <laughs> their way. There's no point in doing your job anymore. Just then, go home and be with your yeah. family. <laughs> and then there was a moment I actually had to rewind where, um, where that building's falling down on them. And Loki mm. says, I've got it. And he pushes the whole building went, back up. Yeah. I was like, hold on a second. All of this stuff is happening. You have the power to lift buildings of telekinesis. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't tried to stop a single meteor, right? You haven't tried to create like a defensive bubble or anything that would have helped at any point during this episode, but you're going to lift an entire building off the two of you. I didn't know that was a power of his. Is that a power that okay. you had before? No, that's the thing. It, it's it's not canon so far as far as MCU. That's a, <laughs> They tr introduced that very randomly. And mind you, like they're no longer in the TVA. They could have changed their appearance. And just oh, blend so. it in with like yeah. the people getting onto the ark and just got another ark like that. Which he did. Which he did at one point. He did at one point to get on yeah, the train. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, why yeah. are you not doing it again? Yeah. Uh, the whole the whole thing was nonsensical to me. Like the, the entire scene, I was like, what? Die. Yeah. I will say like the, the part where he gets dressed up in that really stupid outfit with like the big thing over his yep. head. Yep. I'm like, it felt like a real like Doctor Who callback. Like I feel so it was like really silly, like, like costumes. I was like, and that part I was actually there for a little bit. Uh, but all right, yeah. he, here's Go my on, defense yeah. of the show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How the show is executed has so many flaws without a doubt, but what the show tries to accomplish, I think is incredibly necessary to the series. Um, because what it does is like, one, you need the Lokis to fall for each other. Like, I still think that is a relevant theme to the show. And I'm curious where it goes because it touches on the whole notion of narcissism and self-love and just like finding sympathy and empathy towards someone else. Like it sets up all that that I hope will deliver later on, right? So they had to do it. If you have to have them escape and go on the run to fall in love, you have to do it in an apocalypse, like that mm -hmm. has to be the case. It mm -hmm. can't be just any sign because if not, they set up a nexus yeah. event, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, they have to be apocalypse. So, so all it tracks, they go to apocalypse, mm -hmm. they fall in love. But if you're in an apocalypse, this is where I, I can't defend. It's like, you, you kind of do it with a sense of urgency. They could have done mm -hmm. the whole them falling in love thing with a bigger, bigger sense of urgency because the world is coming to an effing end and they're like literally walking to the ark. And yeah. I was like, just, just, but then you get into like, how do you build in that level of dialogue into an action scene, right? So there was a bit of a catch 22 there for the director that I'm like, I appreciate that there was a big creative problem. There's like, how do you get them to fall in love while they're on the run in the middle of the apocalypse? Like, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. And and the what they came up with was not the right solution. Yeah. Like fully agreed, yeah. but that needed to happen. And there's mm -hmm. a second theme there that I thought was super interesting. The fact that they were in an apocalypse and then you see that point when they're in line and then mm -hmm. people start going like, only the rich people are getting into the mm -hmm. arc, right? And I'm like, to me, that connects back to the TVA theme of fascism, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And I'm like, so I'm like, all right, you guys fall through on the mm -hmm. themes you were supposed to. It's just execution mm -hmm. was very bad, right? Mm -hmm. So th I thought there was a lot of good stuff in there that just could have been done better. They could have picked a, yeah. different, a different apocalypse, a more realistic place that yeah. were felt more lived in, kept like the people's point of view have them have to hide and then develop the relationship like hiding from one place to another as opposed to just like walking like it felt yeah. very uh so yeah. that's my defense <laughs> yeah I, I think what they could have done was i mean 
I, I say make the threat level greater, but like you said, a greater sense of urgency um, made it feel like, even though we know they're not going to die, made it feel like there was some close calls, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. that when they are saving each other, um, you can see that, oh, actually there's an, emo there's an emotional um, aspect to their actions when they're trying to fight people off or when they're trying to save each other or when they're in these things together. Because there's you never really feel like they're united until the very, very end when they're like, oh, well, nothing we've done has worked. And it, yeah. I, I think it's partly because they tried to have the whole feel out process and then the love process all in one episode, practically yes. in a few scenes. Yes. Whereas if there's... I don't know. I don't know how they could have done it, to be honest. But if they had just focused on the love aspect and them building up to that point, it would have been a much smoother transition. Yeah. Rather than, I don't know if I like you. I don't even know you. Oh, I'm in love with you. Yeah, done. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to die. I'm in love. Yeah, it's a pro I think it's a problem of execution and pacing. I think you've got you had yeah. Yeah, these other two things, and then the dialogue not help. To me, dialogue not helping that. Mm. Um, that, that was the last last bit to me. But yeah, go. On. Yeah, I'll tell you how they could have done it. They mm. could have landed in an apocalypse a little bit earlier than like what is it like eight hours or whatever it is they had. Mm. Yeah, and hours. had had because at the end of the day, they are the gods of mischief. Like they're yeah. still they're still the gods of mischief, right? It's like have them rejoice in the chaos of, of apocalypse. Right, mm. just have them run rampant the pockets, just like re reaching, like wreaking chaos, mm. and then have them look at each other going like, "Oh shit, you like to do the stuff that I like to do." Because mm. ultimately, that that that's how you date. It's like you go off and mm. do something fun, and then you notice that person has something in common with you, mm. and and then but and then after you do that, then introduce the concept of like, "Oh, you might not get off here." Like, mm. like instead yeah. of like, like not having the, 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 the have, having the thing break so yeah. stupidly, yeah. I'm like, have it like actually be in peril where they, they, at the end, they have to go after the time, like mm. iPad thingy mm. um, together. And that brings them together. They have a moment or whatever it may be, but like, mm. give it a bit more. They just like, like eased into the relationship a little too passively. And yeah. funny enough, I heard someone in a podcast uh, refer to it in an interesting way. When, when you think about it, it's like, it's, I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie Before Sunrise or Before Sunset. Mm. Uh, it's a trilogy of, of Richard Linklater movies uh, that, are, that are absolutely fantastic. And all they are is about two people that are uh, traveling through Europe and they both get delayed in, in getting to their train and they miss it. And they have to spend a morning like in Amsterdam or something together. Mm -hmm. And it's about a morning about two total strangers getting to know each other and like kind of falling in love, but then having to go their separate ways. Mm. And then, and that's it. There, there's actually, there's no payoff. Mm. There's no plot. It's just literally about seeing how people connect when there's no time to like nothing to do. Yeah. Right. And, and it's a great movie. It's like, mm -hmm. all three of them are absolutely amazing. And, um, and I felt like, yes, they tried to do that here, but it wasn't thematically there with the rest of the show, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, it wasn't a slow show and it was mm. a fast paced dialogue show and the dialogue just slowed way down. So, mm. uh, so like I said, I think there, there's good things and bad things to it, but yeah, overall, I think it could have been done much better, but we got to four and four like redeemed the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four was just, just so, so there's nothing bad about episode four. I've, I got nothing bad to say about episode four and that's annoying Looking. me a little bit. Loki's fighting. <laughs> yeah, all right. Loki's uh, <laughs> fighting. Yeah, all right. Cool. There's, if the, if that's what you think is a bad thing for an episode, I think this this far worse. I think that that's the, tells you that it's a great great one to watch. Um, Wait, episode four. Yeah. One quick kind of episode. Did you guys not find the the three space lizards kind of unnerving when they started talking? Uh, the the two latter ones' voices for sure. Um, that was weird. But then I don't know what you would expect them to talk like. Yeah, yeah that's, I know, so that's, that's how I expected them to talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a, a slight disappointment that they were not real. But then I went, oh, actually, it's quite cool. Yes, I'm, I'm all for that. But yeah. I was like, oh, no, she just killed one. How could it be? <laughs> yeah. uh, Wizard of Oz. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I really loved episode four. I don't know if we've done the love section, but I, I think I might go back and watch it again once we're done. Um, yep. 
think well, so, we'll say for episode four is like they clarified one big thing that mm-hmm. I think I'm getting into more like some of like the overall themes and stuff of, of, of the whole episodes, right? But it's like, well, there you go. Big, move on. Let's move on to that then. This yeah, overall thing. It's like, sure. yeah, like pruning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think there's a big time travel theme here that I mm-hmm. feel like up until then became super clear. Like, and they told us the whole time. It's like, why do they keep saying pruning? And we never questioned why they said pruning. Mm-hmm. And now it makes total sense when they say pruning because they could said eliminating, killing, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like vanquishing. Like all mm-hmm. these are, mm-hmm. and they prove because when you prune, you just cut off a branch mm-hmm. and yep. that branch still exists. It has to go somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so every time somebody got like, hit with like the pruning stick mm-hmm. i call it or whatever it, it that those batons are called um <laughs> they go somewhere because physics tells us right that energy and matter never cease to exist yeah right it's like they just transform into one or the other yeah. and we know that time has some sort of relationship with with matter and energy mm-hmm. so same thing it's like you cut a piece of time you cut us you cut someone out of it they have to go somewhere. They just mm-hmm. don't cease to exist. So yeah. when we got that reveal, I'm like, that makes total sense now. And it just co- transforms everything you've seen, right? So far where it's like, oh wait, are they like stockpiling people somewhere? And like, where are they? And then, and the fact that you see the other Lokis that they showed us in that mm-hmm. little hologram thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, it, it was so exciting to me. Like so, so, so ridiculous exciting. That 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 post credit scene then it sets up the, I think what's gonna happen in episodes five and six I think they've like you said they're stuck stockpiling a bunch of Loki's and a bunch of other heroes that were, that got pruned or yeah. people that were not supposed to be there and those guys want revenge I think we're getting to some sort of uh, war between the TVA and a bunch of Loki's I think that's what but we're going then, to but and and there's I, I guess this would be my criticism of um episode four it's there does appear to be some inconsistencies and it might just be that they haven't explained everything fully yet right there there could be more could be revealed if that's the case that there's a war between the tva and the loki's why when she pruned loki because ravona was the one that pruned um Mm -hmm. him why would she send him to fight in the war right well i don't don't know if she's not on his side (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I don't know if there's a war just yet i think like they're, they're preparing to get revenge or but do you, but know, you know what i mean why would she send him yeah, somewhere that would event, that would ultimately help him do whatever maybe she doesn't know maybe do. she just doesn't know maybe to to her pruning mean means killing someone it's like yeah. you're gone you see and i would push back on that because i think she knew that she might have to prune Mobius when he was asking all the questions. And that's mm. why she kept asking if you could go one place, where do you want to go? Actually, because actually, she would right, yeah. specifically send him somewhere where he would be happy because she does actually care for him. Because because she knows, because the, the, the one of the little detail that you see is throughout episode one and two, maybe three, even when, um, you know, when, when Mobius goes into her office to sign some paperwork, mm. And it's those rings that you rings, get from yeah. glasses, and she's like, "Oh no, you you made those rings." And it's like, mm. "I can't remember that." Yeah. So she knows that he's getting recycled, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And he's coming back over and over mm. again in different shape or form or whatever, mm. as Morbius, as a detective or as yeah. an agent. Not so that same it's job, when she right? says she uh, he's not her favorite. Yeah, but yeah. it could be a different version of him that was yeah. her favorite exactly. type of thing. Yeah. Like there's references also of Loki, like, oh, you're that Loki, or you're, yeah, you know, he, he, he does it, but different. Um, I think in episode two, I think there's a bunch of references when it's like, oh, the other Loki or something else, like mm. a mm. better version than the other Loki, something in, in yeah. that effect. So it's, it's yeah, maybe, maybe they just just don't know where they go. Maybe it's just, well, uh, I'll give you a theory on that. I think you're right, David. We haven't given and been given any reason to believe why they're going there uh, and why Ravonna would purposely send them there. But yeah. let's assume, based on what we've seen in show, we take it at face value. It's like they're yeah. clearly getting sent to somewhere where they don't come back from, right? Uh, they mm-hmm. don't die, but they just don't come back from that place. And let's say it's some sort of splintered timeline, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that's not connected to the main timeline. And hence, they're, they're going to be stuck there, right? So Loki arrives there, and he probably will be stuck there. I, I expect that our, their next episode is Loki stuck in that timeline mm-hmm. uh, and trying to get out. And I think the way he gets out is 
whether it's with another Loki there or Lady Loki showing up in that timeline too. So she gets um, pruned. Mm. They create a Nexus event there to get out of that timeline and unleash all the Lokis. So which Ravona could have never foreseen, right? Mm. And, mm. and that's where we start to get some of those Lokis because unless they're really trolling us, those Lokis have to get out because one of them is Kid Loki. And yeah. Kid Loki yeah. is part of Young Avengers. Yeah, uh, exactly. that, and, and And everything's gearing up to Young Avengers. So Kid Loki has to make an escape from that timeline, right? Mm. So yeah. that, well, no. that, that, that's kind of how I think it might go. If, if, we're getting, if we're getting a bunch of different versions of Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. Then why can't we have in the Doctor Strange 2 multiverse madness whatever mm. a bunch of spider-mans a bunch of bunch of loki who escaped from the tva a bunch of oh god put, put it like a you know different wonders that'd be awesome yeah um, dude matt damon loki matt damon loki bring him in <laughs> i love it and then we, we got thor loki loki uh loki. that yeah. would be pretty cool uh but uh, uh, but yeah I, I think that there's something to that that bit of escaping for those Lokis that unleashes the multiverse of madness. And it happens through a Nexus event because they've all but told us that the Nexus event is the big thing. And Wanda's yeah. a Nexus being like, Nexus has to be a thing here. Like, there's no way mm. that that's trolling. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't see them trolling at that stage. No, it's just, they're, they're, yeah. I think they're trying to spell out what's, what's, uh, what is about to happen soon in those films. What's the next movie to come out? Well, you've got Black Widow now next week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then after that, what's the next? Or the is it is it the, the Eternals next? The Eternals is next. And well, then Shang Chi. Strange then. Shang-Chi. I thought it was Sh- Shang Chi then Eternals. Maybe not. Because we got because yeah. we got a second trailer for Shang Chi and not a second trailer for Eternals. So I think That's it's Shang Chi. But it, I when I was at the cinema yesterday, I saw a trailer for the <gasps> Eternals and it said Wearing November. All right, cool. November. So I was like, well, when are they going to have time to squeeze in Shang-Chi before? What did you watch? That? What did the seats Fast feel nine, like? of course. Oh, dude! <laughs> guys! <laughs> so good! Oh. On sofas. That, that, that's, Real that's comfortable. A Had a footrest. Oh, oh. I, I still haven't been back. I, I, there's still some part of me that, that hasn't grasped it's not that I don't want to. Some part of me just doesn't recognize that that's an option. It's mm. weird. Like, I, I just don't think of it. You. And then I go yeah. like, wait, I could go. And only when someone reminds me they can't go is that I actually decide to start making plans. So yeah, because you've, you've, you've adapted to the new life. That's yeah. I know. Thing. It's weird. Just take it out. Super weird. New, yeah. um, new timeline. <laughs> timeline, exactly. Yeah. Um, do we move on to what we think is going to happen in five and six? Because next time we reconvene is when we'll have answers. So no. we play that game. I've got one more that I really oh, you got want one to more? talk about. Oh, one my God. More. One more. That, do you one more and then we move on to that? Because we, we, we have to talk about it. He falls in love with himself. I mean, yeah. that's the biggest theme here. It's like, yeah. it's like, like Owen Wilson literally says, it's like, Somebody says something like this twisted, messed up thing you've done where you managed to fall in love with yourself is huge, like huge, huge, huge for the MCU because it goes into like bonkers territory. One, we, we, we clearly established that like Loki's not only gender fluid, he's sexually fluid. Yeah. Like, and he falls in love with himself. It's like, I can't think of a a crazier storyline to come out of the MCU. (laughs) Like say what you will about like, Thanos having like balls dangling down his chin. It's like, <laughs> it's like, like this is one of the craziest things that's ever happened. Mm. But I think that they're executing it actually really well in, in a lot of ways because mm. some people, I, I've heard some people like on podcasts like describing this like it's an analogy for for self love of like of like and, and, and then mm. which is so relevant to like the pandemic. I'm like actually I don't think it's that at all. Mm. I, to me, the biggest comparison to this is a movie that a lot of people really don't like, but I think it's an absolutely brilliant movie called The Lobster. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. With, I heard with of it, Colin, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. with Colin Farrell. The, the premise of the movie is straight up bonkers. It's in, it's in a world, it's like this weird futuristic world, but nothing's futuristic. It looks just like our world, but it, the, the rules of the world are very different in that you have to be paired up. No one is allowed to be single. Uh, so everybody has to be, has to find a, 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 a mate and then they go off and they, they, be, they get married and stuff. And all the people that don't get sent to this hotel 
and you get checked into the hotel and you're given like, I think like, I forget, like 60 or 90 days to then pair up with oh, somebody else. 45, 45 days. 45 days, yeah. 45 and you have days. to find a, 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 a like a match there, someone you love, and then and then you're allowed to go off and lead your life. And if not, you get turned into an animal. <laughs> and then and then when you show up, the first question they ask you is like, what animal would you like to become if you don't find a mate? And this guy picks a lobster. And that's what he's called lobster. And that ends up being kind of irrelevant. Mm. Uh, or maybe someone read it. I don't know. But the interesting thing is like the whole way that they try to pair people up is they give them like this like scorecard, right? And stuff. And they have to list down what is their 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 defining attribute. Right. And then the whole point is that you're trying to find people that have defining attributes that match yours. And then you see it. And then what for one lady, her defining attribute is she gets nosebleeds. And then and then and trust me, this goes somewhere. Um, and then this other guy, he's like, I want to get out. I don't want to live here and I don't want to become an animal. So he starts giving himself nosebleeds on purpose. And they pair up and off they go, right? And, mm. and there's a, something happens with that. Sometimes I don't care. I don't want to bore you guys with that bit. But the whole point is that ultimately we all are just looking for someone where we can see a little bit of ourselves in, mm-hmm. right? That, yeah. That's yeah. how you find somebody you love, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there, there's just enough. There's going to be like carbon copies, but just just mm. enough. And I think this episode does that so well for a character that could never love somebody else because he is such a narcissist. And the word narcissist gets used so many times in the show. Yeah. And it's a running theme. And then to, for him to fall in love with himself, yeah. but in a way that actually feels like that's redemptive for him as an arc. And even in the way that he, he got a redemption arc with Thor, I feel this even feels more redemptive because he gets to be himself and you get to see how their shared trauma is what brings them together, which is like, I, and it's heartbreaking. I, I thought that piece of dialogue was like, I grew up in a thousand apocalypses or a thousand mm-hmm. dying worlds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Shit. And only then does Loki recognize that one, not only does he develop sympathy for her, but when he understands that she was taken away so young from Asgard, he develops empathy for her, mm, right? Yeah. And it's very hard to make that. We all talk about empathy like it's sympathy, but really it isn't. It's like, you need to actually understand the person. And he, when he understands her, and that's the part that I do buy about the love story, mm. that, 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 that little element that I thought mm-hmm. was really interesting. Yeah. That's my take. But but like I said, I think I think the, the whole love story. I'm not against the love story part of it. Is I think it's the exact like you said before. Yeah, you were absolutely right. It's the, the the execution of it in in episode three. I think felt a bit weird that it fell off. Um, but then I, I was really all for it in episode four when you had the inter- interrogation and he was like, oh, you know, when he says, oh, she's dead. Like she got pruned. Not dead. She got pruned. Mm. And like Tom's reaction. So Loki's reaction to that was that almost start, no you can tell like he's yeah. getting emotional about it yeah. which you never really see with loki as a character mm-hmm. so i thought that was that was partly why i like episode four so you could see those emotions you can see him related to uh, relating to another human being that was not something you've seen before really that much on that level with loki you know yeah. great stuff there yeah and, and there's a parallel with the owen wilson relationship as well where Owen Wilson only begins to understand Loki because at first like he indulges Loki for the first half and, and, and develops like a bit of a friendship, but it's still more like he still doesn't understand Loki. And only once he recognizes that he's a variant, once again, they have something in common, right? And yeah. as soon as you have something in common, like that's developing empathy, that, that commonness, like I understand your journey. Does he really turn the corner on the Loki relationship? I thought. So I, I just feel like they've touched on like shared trauma and empathy in better ways than most of the shows have. Yeah, there you are. You're right. Um, all right, let's move on. What do we want to see? What what do we what do we expect to see? No, what do we think is about to happen? <laughs> theory times, episodes five and six. Well, not theories, but you know, what what do you want to see? Or what do you think is going to happen? Maybe it's the question. What do you expect? Or what do you want to see? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not going to see anything. There's not going to be any Mephisto. What are we going to get? <laughs> <laughs> Kang. Go, go on, regular special guest, David. <laughs> yeah, this is the only part of the show I don't like going first on. Um, <laughs> I like doing the rest of it. This one's always tough. Um, ah, Because... I, obviously, we have the multiple Lokis. Um, 
and I watched the mid-season trailer. There's a scene where um, like a, a, a Titanic-like boat falls out of the sky. Um, mm-hmm. So it seems like things can be, other things can be pruned to the same location. Um, the location that we saw appeared to have the Avengers Tower in the background. It's so New York. that makes me think that um, it's either a timeline where um, where they lose the invasion from mm-hmm. uh, the first Avengers. The first Avengers movie, not the first Avengers. Yeah. Um, um, or some other, one of the other um, apocalypses has actually taken place, whether that's Ultron succeeding um Thanos I assume it's not Thanos succeeding because we saw him succeed yeah right it's we've true. seen that it's true. we've seen that yeah. timeline already yeah, um true. and then ah oh, man where do we go from here ah, it's, it's okay tough. you can go yeah you can, you can do it. I, I still need to still yeah. need to move things around in my head you only have to wait two weeks for to find out if you're <laughs> absolutely wrong or not. So mm. it's okay. We get payoff very soon. That let 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 let, let me put my <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I, I had a crazy ass theory coming up my way. Um, that the TVA doesn't really exist. It's just uh, somebody messing, you know, with Loki's brain, and that mm. uh, all of these variants are just they're all Loki's. You know, he's stuck in some sort of time loop. Mm. somebody's messing with him just to punish him for something he's done before an enemy we've not seen yet you know like kang or something like that. Mm. um i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if that's what it is and just trying to try to mess with him and, and and get him to i don't know like what we saw with him being stuck in that time loop getting endlessly kicked in the nuts which mm. was awesome <laughs> and uh, um so that that sort of on a bigger scale, that sort of um, reasoning on a bigger scale of somebody messing with Loki and then Loki somehow managing to break that circ- that loop um, and then go back into reality, I guess. When was the last time we saw Loki? Was it when he gets killed by Thanos then? Because I don't think we see him yes. after that, right? Yeah. So they go back in time and it's back to Avengers yeah. 1. When well, this, yeah. They go yeah. Down Technically, that's yeah. the last time. Yeah. When he takes yeah. the Tesseract. Yeah. Mm. That, that, that works out, actually. That makes sense because that's what Kang does. He puts yes. them, he puts the Avengers, he normally isolates them and puts them in a situation um, that, that doesn't make sense to them. And they, uh, and funnily enough, the Enchantress does similar things as well. She doesn't do it with time, she does it with reality. Um, and yeah, so that that would that would check out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll see, I'll see something uh, something along those lines. That in in terms of how this is all going to play out, I don't really know. I, it's really weird because I'm watching this and I'm trying not to think too much like we did for mm. Wonder Vision and trying to you know have a high expectations of what I want to see. But I'm okay with them going in any direction. Really, I'm I'm very open minded with with. The way they've approached this, mm. um, as long as it gives that, like, there's an out that something something that leads us to into the next bunch of films, and that we get some sort of um, closure in those films about what happened in the series, all of the series that we just seen. I think as as long as we get that sort of ending to any series that we're gonna get now from Disney Plus, I don't have much <laughs> high mm-hmm. hopes for the, the the last two. I want to see a big fight though. And hopefully, Tommy Tommy Elderstone will, will have trained a little bit, you know, be better movement from Loki. <laughs> you know, it's been like Tyler Hero boxing. If you don't know what I'm on about, uh, JC, get on get on Twitter and get on Tyler Hero. Okay, is it Tyler Hero? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Miami Heat. Uh, he's been um, doing a bit of boxing during the. Oh, that uh, seems to be a, a a thing that's going around right now, isn't it? Like random people joining boxing. I'm like, God, you well, guys are boring. Think- Think of a uh, skinnier version of me trying to do boxing. It looks as ridiculous as you think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> anyway, what, what do you have, JC? <laughs> what do you want to see? Um, and keeping to the theme of like taking the show at face value, I think yeah. the show only has 
one progression, which is the Nexus event happens. So the Lokis get together in some fashion or other, like they kiss, presumably. Um, And then that sets up a Nexus event that like throws off the whole timeline. And then we get back to the multiverses, right? But but with the theme being, sorry, we get back to a multiverse um, with the theme being that that is the right order of things. Like they've teased that enough where it's like, chaos chaos like oh that's chaos that we can't have chaos we can't have and it's always said by the person that's the biggest fascist in the room right so like the the ravona character right um it's always like we can't have chaos and it's like so we're clearly going to like the whole notion of like controlling a society versus allowing a society to flourish and be different and be diverse and be uh crazy and bonkers and so we're clearly heading to that so it's a nexus event where it unleashes everything but in a good way but as with all chaos that like bad things come along with that right mm-hmm. um so i'm hoping that I, what i'm hoping is that we do get like get to see variants of owen wilson because i yes. think more than like the Loki variants are now like they're, we're going to see them early, I think. But if we get to see like variants, I'm super curious creatively what they'll do with like variants of Owen Wilson. Mm. If like they get like Vince Vaughn to show up as like another <laughs> version of Owen Wilson or yes. something stupid like that, which mm. they won't. They don't have the money for that. But uh, yeah. point being is, is that um, I think that that's where it's headed to. I think how they get there is the part that's going to be fun and interesting, but it has to set up to there. And I think it ends very much with that Nexus event, unleashing everything. And then to your point, possibly like a little bit of a wink and a nod from Kang. Um, and then we wait until uh, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And then somehow Wanda factors into that equation. I don't Did know you just say Doctor Strange is about to show up in episode six? Is that what you just said? No, <laughs> I think that that's where we pick up next, but he's not showing up. <laughs> that said, have you guys seen the um, the new ending for One Division? They've they've um, what? They know that that post credit scene. Did you see it, Dave? I haven't seen it. I I know that it exists. I haven't bothered watching it. So the, uh, Disney Plus <laughs> has replaced quietly replaced the post end credit for One Division episode six. You know the one when you've got the, the you've got that shot of the yeah. forest and then slowly going into the house, right? where she's yeah. reading a yeah. book. Yeah, like um, working away and stuff, yeah. Working away, exactly. So there's now that thing where you see this weird, blurry, shadowy thing going down the mountain as the, the camera is now, you know, the drone is flying towards the house. There's this bunch of uh, trees and forest on the left-hand side, and you've got this figure that looks like Doctor Strange floating over the forest down to the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and people have have pointed that out, and they went, "Hey, wait! You guys changed this. This wasn't like that before." Mm-hmm. Confirming, Doctor Strange was there all along. Interesting. Doctor Strange. Oh, by the way, yeah, I um, can't remember the the the, the YouTube channel's name, but they he the somebody that um, spent the time watching um, those Loki episodes over and over again to try and catch those you know those glimpse of. Um, other characters that are dropping into the episode. So, you know, he had episode one, you had, um, what's the face, Captain America's wife. Um, damn, well, I forgot her name now. Oh, Peggy. Uh, yeah, Carter. Peggy. 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 Oh, no, she's, yeah. in, she's in the background getting through a portal. Uh, and apparently, episode two, you've got Ag- Agatha. Um, if you remember the mm. scene of uh, them going Thanks. back to this, this medieval village. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, maybe it's episode one. I can't remember. That, I it was episode that's, two. In, that's in Pompeii. So Agatha was oh, maybe in Pompeii. Pompeii. Yeah, no, no, no. In Pompeii. no, no, no. There's one no, scene no. where they, they, they go. Oh. Oh, maybe that's episode one. It's the maybe yeah. It's, episode as, one, it's the first apocalypse they go to. Yeah. It's it's the flashback scene where we the see where, where they play. Uh, uh, we need a hero, and and Lady yes. Loki kills a bunch of people. Yeah. Mm. That's the one. Yes. So yeah, apparently no, Agatha is in there. There's uh, so there's Peggy in this, either in episode two or still in episode one. I can't remember. And then three was. Somebody else. Anyway, they've been dropping people in there. Uh, They're going <laughs> through portals to like not like not leaving all of them, the just, scene, or George is like, hanging in the background. Peg, Peggy just, I think, is brought into the TVA, or she looks like she's working with yeah. them because she's brought in. Like she looks like she's oh, she appears to be talking to an agent. So there's a bunch of stuff happening in the background. I thought it's quite funny. I can't remember the third one is quite a kind of a big one as well, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting if you can find it online. There's a uh, there are people out there that are just literally spending their time trying to catch who's in the background of those episodes. It's quite quite funny. 
I thought I would mention that. Um, are we done? Got anything else to add to Loki three and four? Yep. I think we covered it all. Um, yep. All right, let's end it here then. Um, we'll be back in well next week for something else, but in two weeks yeah. to <laughs> recap five and six and yep. see what we got wrong and what we got right. Uh, hopefully, we probably won't have anything right as usual. Uh, all you need to know is that Kang and Mephisto will be in episode six. I put my house <laughs> on it. I bet my house that it will happen. And Wanda will show up too with Doctor Strange. That's all you gotta remember. Anyway, we'll stop here. Thank you, JC, for joining us again. You know, back from the holiday. Now he's fresh. He's got a bunch of ideas for the next episodes. <laughs> next podcast episode and dave our regular <laughs> regular guest uh was about to get his badge of honor get a, thank you thank get you. a t-shirt yeah. Yeah. Up with a t-shirt merc i don't know if we do that ever <laughs> anyway that was us loki episode three and four catch us on all the social media as usual um, download all of our stuff previous episodes on apple podcast on what spotify amazon podcasts wherever you get your podcast from uh we also on youtube instagram catching up with the nerds twitter also we're there yeah and that's it from all of us at catching up with the nerds we'll bid you farewell and we'll catch you in the next one bye football's coming home oh god damn it. <laughs> uh, it's coming home. it's coming football's coming home oh